Bermuda's best music mix. Ocean 89, a service of Bermuda Broadcasting. It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. It sure does each and every Thursday at 4 o'clock here on Ocean 89. Jamila, we're, we're back at it. Uh, the 13th of May already. Already, already this year. It's not going down for any of us. Sure isn't. Sure isn't. <laughs> so I'm excited that we have um, one of our uh, guests with us. She's been with us before, but we're going to be talking about something um, that I hope is very exciting for our <laughs> listeners and our stakeholders. <laughs> Hello? Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I just want to welcome to the show Lorene Phillips, founder and executive coach of Clarendon Wallace. Welcome back to the show. It's great to be back. Thanks for having me. That's a good sign. <laughs> yes, that's right. It, it means you're keeping busy. That's what it means. Oh, yes. I'll take that. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, for us, you are a relative relatively new to entrepreneurship. So how's it been going since launching your business amidst a, a global pandemic anyway? <laughs> yeah. Uh, timing is everything, isn't it? You know, when I started this early part of March, um, I didn't envision that in a couple of weeks I would be staring down the barrel of the pandemic. Um, and not just a pandemic, but a global one. So um, I grew up very quickly. And um, whenever there are obstacles, you really have to, you either um, grow or you don't. And so um, that's what I did. So I've been growing at rapid speed, like most uh, individuals, whether in their personal lives, in their career, or even as entrepreneurs. There are new sets of skills that we all had to um, develop or learn from scratch, and I was um, certainly in that queue. Um, I'm a learner. I've done this my entire career. So, yes, it's different as an entrepreneur, but the concept is still the same. So, basically, once I got over the what just happened, I um, threw myself into it and, um, and got going. Well, you know, it's good to hear, and I often say, you know, we work with entrepreneurs all the time, and we provide advice and guidance, and it's almost the difference between going to college and reading what they say in the book and then actually going out and doing the thing. So I think it's actually awesome that you are experiencing some of the same things that you are talking to other entrepreneurs about because you've been through it. So it's like, you know, do what I do, not what I say, basically. You have the, the ability to talk from both both ends of, of your mouth, if you will. And you know what's interesting, thank you for saying that. What's also interesting is whatever advice that I could have given or would have been given to me pre-pandemic um, is not of much value now um, because right. uh, there's a new order and a new way of showing up and a new way of being and a new way of being impactful um, that um, is perfect timing. So it ended up being a perfect storm. And it's, it's certainly an opportunity. I think whenever there are obstacles, there are opportunities um, to reinvent and to recreate. I mean, it's good that you say that because – you know, we have conversations, and we, you know, specifically DDC is supporting those businesses who are struggling with the forced closures, with government, you know, closures, et cetera. 
So the thought is that businesses all over are struggling, but some businesses are actually thriving, right? And I feel like you actually had to do what you had to do. Like you said, you couldn't listen to any advice that we would typically give someone starting up a business. You had to figure out your own path because you launched your business literally um, on the heels of this pandemic. So, you know, kudos well, to you I, for, for <laughs> Because um, that, that is 
um, absolutely crucial. Um, and so that's what I did. And I found that that helped to keep me on track. It, track, it helped to keep me motivated. It helped me to form a, a community of others that are mm-hmm. similarly minded. I found it very difficult when I came back talking about what I want to do as an entrepreneur with, with you know, my previous underwriters in the industry. They would be looking at me like hearing headlines. Like, what are you like, talking what about? Are you doing? Like, oh, God, come back. Come back. Come back. Don't go out in the deep. So, um, you know, I realized that, you know, that's because that's their journey. That's the environment that they're in. So right. I needed to find a new set, a new community that was more... Um, who, who was going to go for it? Who was going to make those bold moves? Who were who were going to take those chances and those risks? And I found that in fellow entrepreneurs. So whether they were to be in DC contact or other contacts, that's what I did. And that really helped me to also become more creative, to see some of the things that they're doing and look at, oh, I could actually adapt that to work in my business. So those were some of the things I did. And so that helped me to start really growing my client base and opening up my, my visibility and the business just started to, to come from there. I write a lot, so I started developing content, mm-hmm. making sure I developed content that was relevant and, and write content that was authentically um, me as well. Well, it sounds like you hit the ground in roller skates. That's what it sounds like to me, and there is nothing wrong with that. Um, But one of the things that I think you said, which I think is extremely important, especially for those entering into the new realm of entrepreneurship, if you will, is the fact that you recognize that you did better or more when you had that group or you had that support system. Because I hear entrepreneurs say all the time that entrepreneurship is a lonely road. And I think it's important, and I ho- hopefully we'll talk a little bit about that today as it relates to the upcoming seminar, it's important to go and find your tribe, to find a group of people that are not going to look at you like a deer in headlights and be like, what are you doing and why are you doing it? Um, because you can get ideas, you can develop partnerships, you can create um, uh, opportunities together, right, when you do that. Absolutely. So, Listen, I'm a twin, so I – came into this world with somebody else um, with me. And um, so I, I just find it to be so much more um, um, impactful, encouraging, empowering um, when you um, have a community of others that are like-minded. I mean, it makes the journey fun. You know, it ha- you know, this environment has its own challenges. So why not find a community that can where you can support others, yeah. others can support you, and you can have fun. And you're more likely to stick with what it is that you started, and you're more likely to, to go the whole way. Right. So I just think it's a, it's a win-win, and that's where networking comes in, and I know we're going to talk about that um, as well. Right. So one of the reasons why we're here is to talk about this upcoming webinar entitled How to Successfully Build Your Virtual Network and Grow Your Business. Um, and so I, I want to talk a little bit, and that's next week, uh, Wednesday, and I want to talk a little bit about what you hope to communicate in the in the webinar. I'm so excited about this topic. I think if you ever um, chat with me in person or even virtually, you'll hear me talk about this. Networking uh, conscious of a lot of things in a lot of people's minds. And it did this day as well as the early stages of developing my career. I just thought they were the most boring things. <laughs> Who wants to do them? Exactly. You have to smile, <laughs> pretend that you're enjoying it, which you're not. I used to slot the exit corner. I used to 
come 10 minutes early, leave half an hour within it, and very silently slither out of the room. <laughs> now, make sure I explain a few business cards and prove to my boss that I actually was a different blah, 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 blah. Right. Oh, my goodness. I look back um, over the years and I thought I had it all wrong. It's just that I just had very poor examples and models of what effective networking looks like. And right. so I didn't really learn the, the fine art of what networking looks like until, you know, much later on. And I have been working at it and mastering it over the years. And so I try to share that as much as I can with anyone who would listen, whether it be entrepreneurs, whether it be my clients, professionals, uh, high school students. I share it with uh, early careers. I share it with executives. I share it because it is one of those skill sets that if you master it, it can really, really set you apart and set you up to succeed. And if you know how to do it and to do it well and to do it in a very um, methodical way and understanding the real reason behind networking is not about you. I will talk about that on Wednesday. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people, hey, I don't know about you, but, you know, I can see the guy who's just talking about himself. himself and, yeah, and um, I did this, and I made a billion dollars last year when I did this, and then your eyes glaze over, right? Yes. That, that's, not, that's something else. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> really do it, to really do it well and to build lasting relationships so that when somebody sees you coming, they don't run the opposite direction. Right. But instead of looking forward to spending time with you, to, look what, to find out how they can glean knowledge and information and insight from you, and better yet, how about when you start referring your network uh, to those individuals as well, you start to really uh, be of impact and you're helping others and others are helping you. Just before I came on to um, this call, I got a WhatsApp from someone that I met myself to and uh, she just emailed me, um, um, sent me a WhatsApp and said, hey, Marine, it's so-and-so. Um, I just referred and she named the client to, to be expecting an email shortly. Now, these are, this is how your network works. It works for you, right? It works for you. When you're sleeping and you're doing something else, they are speaking on your behalf. They're thinking of you when an opportunity comes up. And that's how it works. It takes time. It takes diligence. It's like planting a seed. You may meet somebody a year ago and nothing comes of it, and a year later something comes of it. That's right. I talk about how do you maintain that network? What are some of the things you can do to maintain that network? In the pandemic environment, um, you know, research is showing that our, um, our circle is, is, has shrunk. It really has. We it have has. been out there and seeing people and doing things and interacting. But here is a fine example. You walk down Front Street, Queen Street, Church Street, you're constantly bumping in people. Uh, you're meeting people that if you try to get them for coffee, you probably wouldn't get them for coffee. But there they are. You can have that five-second conversation, etc. So there is a need now more than ever to move, you know, as more people are getting vaccinated and um, the restrictions are lifting and there's going to be more movement, physical movement, moving more to a hybrid um, environment. Um, we're going to have opportunity to be back again together. And we really have to wrap up our networking and make sure that we are staying uh, front and center of mind. And I will talk about some of the techniques that you can do to make sure that you maintain that visibility, but that, that you're front, front of mind as well. You know, I think what you're saying is is brilliant, and it seems like it should just be common sense, but it's not. 
I think how you described yourself initially, where you go just to say you've gone and you try to sneak out, is really how people think about networking because I feel like they associate networking with being insincere, if you will. So it's like I don't want to go and talk to these people who I don't know about the um, weather or whatever or to make small talk. But the missing element, I think, and you mentioned it, is that it needs to be methodical and purposeful. And especially from an entrepreneurial standpoint, when you think about it, like you are the only one that's going to drive your success. And so if you recognize that it's about who you know and not what you know most times, then you would accept or understand the need to kind of further develop your skills as it relates to networking. And I think you're spot on. Like, it doesn't have to bear fruit immediately. It's the ones that you kind of cultivate and you nurture, like you said, like a seed, and then it bears fruit maybe years down the road, and who knows how much fruit it can bear at at, at any given time. So Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and yes, yes, and yes, everything you first said. And, you know, one of the things that um, networking is um, so tremendous at doing is making sure that you're not the best kept secret. Who wants to be providing a service or selling a product that nobody knows about? Right. And who can do it better than you? Right. Who can communicate that belief in what it is that you're doing than you? So, you know, um, when you look at what's in it for you, it's a heck of a lot. But I think when you come towards networking and move towards networking, uh, with the right mindset, and I'll talk about the mindset towards um, networking that can change. Um, you can change your mindset, clearly I did, and therefore change your behavior and embrace networking in, in a way that, that works not just for you but for others as well. To enter into a networking event looking for opportunities where you can say genuinely, how can I be of help? Mm. How can I support you? Yes. I mean, imagine you're talking with someone and they're asking you, how can I support you, Jamila? Yeah, I mean, it's just like, wow, seriously, you're interested in, in supporting me. Yeah, I just might know someone that could, could et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You imagine if we all enter a networking event with that mindset, how much more growth and, and sustainability um, that we would all um, experience as entrepreneurs, not just a few. And our social network is huge. Right. It's, we know that it, being the best at anything is not, get, is not, not guaranteed success. Is being the best and others knowing about it. Mm. And who are those others? That's right. I mean, I, one of my questions to ask you is, okay. you know, you, you think about networking, but in this seminar or webinar, we're going to be talking about building your virtual network. And I just wanted to ask you, what is the difference between your virtual network and your in-person network besides the obvious? Like, you know, obviously it's online, but is there any other fundamental difference between the two and how you would cultivate the relationships between an in-person and, say, a virtual network? Okay, you're going to have to come to a session. Also. <laughs> <laughs> She's got you, Jamila. She's got you. I know, right? <laughs> Right? I, I, and you're like, it's me, it's me. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, thank 
miss the in-person. There's something about the in-person that I love. Right. That being said, most of the people, most of my clients, most of uh, potential clients, meeting virtually. Mm-hmm. They're on Zoom, they're whatever online platform. And you have to be able to be comfortable um, reaching out to people, not just email reaching out, but also creating your brand as well. And by creating a brand, I'm talking about creating um, an, an image of yourself that reflects your values and what you're about. And so that, that takes um, intentionality. Um, it takes um, being purposeful. And I'm not a big fan of marketing, cheesy kind of marketing stuff. I, I, I don't know how to do it. Right. I wouldn't even know where to start. So you need to find something that reflects you authentically. Using the social media platform and everything that is available to you, how can you use that to better represent what you're about? And then be comfortable in the space. Mm. Be comfortable running that online webinar at an online session. Um, I'm sure you've heard about Clubhouse. You've heard about I mean, I, I was talking to Clubhouse. I was like, what? What? When? <laughs> when did this happen? When you are better than me, okay? Because I, you know, listen. Well, that's the point. I think I've aged out. That's what I tell everybody. <laughs> I, I'm going down fighting. I'm not going to age out. <laughs> I, I, I thought about it. I'm thinking, wow. So before the pandemic, all these different innovations were not around. Now here that's they are. Right, that's so right. ever changed. And that's what I love about this big upheaval that we've all experienced mm. is that we're now showing up in new ways. So we all have to get comfortable. LinkedIn is one of the websites, uh, mm. one of the platforms that I use because most of my clients are on LinkedIn. Right. I, I, I think I, I would have said maybe before the pandemic that most of my corporate clients were on LinkedIn, but a lot has happened. A lot has happened since the pandemic. Everyone is on LinkedIn. It doesn't matter what their background is. That's right. So um, I, I did a presentation recently with someone from LinkedIn, and he was sharing that 30,000 individuals have selected or identified Bermuda as their location. Wow. Now, let's put it in context. We have around, what, 62,000 people on island? Yep. Ish. It's called children. Other times, I'm making that up. Mm-hmm. But that's a large saturation point. 30,000. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people on 21 square miles relative to overall population. So that tells you that you have, that's huge. Mm-hmm. For me, that's looking for corporate clients, that's where I want to be. That's my sweet spot. Right. It doesn't mean that I don't use other social media platforms, but it just means that now I need to really look at the current environment that we're in and where are people hanging around, where are my clients hanging around, where right. can I find them, where can they me. What groups can I be a part of, etc., etc. Right. So that that's the, that's the difference that's happening now. I believe that it's a hybrid, and I believe we will always be hybrid. I think we'll be working in a couple of days in the office and a couple of days at home. I think that's going to be the that's going to be the new way of being. Um, and therefore, we have to be comfortable moving seamlessly between the physical face to face and the virtual um, and um, virtual environment as well. I would agree with you 100%. And I think, like you said, the key is understanding who you are, what you're trying to communicate, and which platform is going to work for you. So for you, you have clearly identified LinkedIn as your platform, and then now there you have these other platforms. There's TikTok, there's Snapchat and Facebook. And I'm sure I'm missing whatever the latest, greatest one is. 
but in I, in my mind, when I think about that, I think about like likes and followers. People are always like, oh, I have so many likes and I have so many followers. But to me, how do you, and maybe this, I'm asking all the questions that you're going to cover in your webinar, but how do you translate those likes and followers into establishing a relationship with a paying customer? Because I'm a bit of a voyeur, right? I'm the person that just goes and looks at all the stuff, and I hardly post anything. Like, I rarely post anything because I'm too busy doing other stuff, but I love looking, right? I'll spend hours searching and looking and reading and all of that kind of stuff. How do you switch me into clicking the button to do something or to make the purchase? Oh, that's, that's a great question because that's when the rubber hits the road, right? Yeah. So, funny enough, I would get, um, so I, I, post, I post on LinkedIn, not every day, but, but most days, and I don't do automatic posting because I write based on what's happening with me, what's in my space. I write around what my clients are experiencing, what are their issues, what's going on real time. Um, that's how I write. So I, I, and I know that sounds a bit old school and not efficient, but for me it's the most genuine place to write from. Mm. That's how I write. I write based on what's going on, what are the concerns, what are my clients talking about that's keeping them up. And then I write around those topics. So um, that, that's that's what that's what I do. So like today, I posted something about following your gut, your gut feeling, your intuition. And I talk about uh, a time in my career where I made a misstep because I didn't understand or recognize that gut feeling that I had, my intuition that was telling me, "Don't go that direction." Mm -hmm. I went there anyway, and so that's how I write. And people respond; they respond to that. They respond with comments. They respond with, you know, different, different emojis, et cetera, et cetera. And then, funny enough, they'll reach, someone will reach out to you and they say, hey, I'm so-and-so. I've been following your posts. I like your articles. I, I, can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do, et cetera? And you got them. Yeah. Oh. I, I got an executive. <laughs> I'm an executive for Right. High level, very high level. And, um, he saw my article or whatever it was, and then he said, you know, I have no idea what coaching is. And I said to him, and you have done that well without a coach. Well, when we talked about what a coach was in our consult, he thought, I could have used this years ago. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I was fumbling my way through. I said, well, you no longer have to fumble anymore. <laughs> well done. It's, it's all kinds of mine, and, you know, I'm so excited that he's going to be challenged in, in different areas, and he's going to step his game up. or the genuineness comes through, right? So it's yeah. not like you say a scheduled post. You are responding to the now. It's yeah. current because you're taking the time to do that and to kind of develop those relationships. Yeah. Um, I know we're, we're like two minutes away from... We are getting there. It goes so fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to give the listeners some information about the webinar so, again, it's called How to Successfully Build Your Virtual Network to Grow Your Business. It is going to be held next week, Wednesday, um, on the 19th, and it's 1230 to 130. You can register for this on our website at bedc.bm, and the cost is only $50. 
That's so, good value. That is good value for what you're going to learn. If we're going to be transferring some of those likes and followers into actually paying customers, it's well worth the $50. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So I want to give you the opportunity in this last minute to just tell people why they should be, be registering for this. Like, what don't they want to miss? First, I think you should register because you get a chance to really network with other entrepreneurs. And you get to meet them virtually and you get to learn skill sets that will help you to really uh, up-level your networking skills so that you can attract your targeted clients. You can separate yourself from your peers and you can have sustainable uh, success and have fun. All right. Well, mm -hmm. if that's not enough, I like the part when you said you converted that one uh, uh WhatsApp into a, a, a potential paying customer, and yeah. the, the the gentleman that reached out to you to to say he enjoyed your, your article. So there's there's opportunity there, and I think understanding where the opportunity lies and being skilled enough to take advantage of that opportunity is really the sweet spot. That's the secret sauce that I think you're going to be sharing with us next Wednesday. So I'm excited to be partnering with you again. I'm sure this is the first <laughs> of many. So um, just go ahead and get ready. We might have to have her on as uh, one of our recurring guests, Shelly. Yeah, I think um, so. I think one of the biggest points we're all trying to make here, Jamil, is that it's really hard to prove that your intent has integrity in whatever yeah. your skill level is and whatever you're doing. And I think what Lorene is saying is that by being genuine and in the moment and the way she uses her LinkedIn account, it's 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 real. People are relating to it. And that, again... Is 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 a is a good um you know you're ticking that box as far as character goes and that's a hard yeah. thing to get across yeah. in a virtual yeah. world that's sometimes. Thank you for sharing that because that's one of my core values in everything that I do and mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you have to go slow to go fast. Don't be so hasty to just splatter everything everywhere and automate everything. Really think about what your core values are mm. and make sure that it's reflected um, in your business um, because you know your business is not just a passion but. It's your legacy as well. Sure. All right, now. I like how you ended that. Well, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate you joining us today. I'm looking forward to the webinar next week, Wednesday at 1230. Please do register at BEDC.BM. If you have questions, you can email us at info at BEDC.BM. Lorene, you want to share your contact details? Yes. Um, you can uh, reach out to me I'm on LinkedIn or on www.clarendonwallace.com. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jamila. I think uh, we, we got a lot out there and we piqued the interest of a few people, I'm sure, because it's hard to get noticed now, even in the virtual it world, is. right? So this is what Everybody's uh, online. this so seminar is going to help help our help all of our, 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 our listeners out there, hopefully. And uh, yeah, we'll tell them all about it whenever it's going to happen, because uh, that's what we do here <laughs> every yeah. Thursday at four o'clock. It's time to mind your business, because if you don't, who will? We'll do it all again next week, my friend. Take care. All right, you too. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. D -d Digital hit music.